Hello and welcome to the Glacier Valley Church of God. Today's podcast was recorded live on Sunday before a full church. If there's anything we can do to bless you, to pray for you, please contact us at 907-789-3605. Glacier Valley Church of God, a place of hope, a place of healing. Anybody feel what I'm talking about? Just this holiness coming across the church right now. We're just going to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not struggling right now. I'm just being patient. I'm waiting on God to do what He's going to do. Amen. How many understand that we don't have a we don't have a set pattern here? We we God is allowed to interrupt when He wants to. Amen. Praise God, praise God. I want you to know today, if you have a need in your life, there is a God bigger than me who can address that. Amen? There is a God bigger than your problem that can address that and take care of it. Amen. Praise God. I want to give some scripture to you, if you can put it up here, please. It's out of, out of Psalms chapter 30, verse 5. Some of you have heard this verse numerous times, but I want to focus on the last part, because there are so many people here in Juneau that have been weeping for a long time. They've been weeping because of sadness. I don't even know why they're sad. They're just sad. There's sorrow. And I want to tell you that sometimes the weeping becomes so much and is so much a part of who we are that we don't know how to act unless we are weeping. Understand? It's so much a part of our lifestyle that we don't know what it means to be happy. We don't know what it means to find joy. We don't know what it means to actually experience the greatness of God, because all we know is sadness and shame and sorrow. It's what we were raised in. It's what we know now. But brothers and sisters, I am here to tell you this morning that the God of all glory is ready to break that within you, not break you necessarily. It's not, it's not that you have been found bad by God. I'm not trying to say that, but it's so pervasive Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? It's so pervasive because of things that have happened that we can't seem to let it go. And I want to tell you this morning, we should never forget the past. We need to acknowledge the past. But it's somehow there's got to be joy coming in the morning. Amen? There's got to be joy that comes in the holiness and the presence of God. Amen? I will never sit here and try to excuse the injustices of the past. I will never sit here and try to excuse the things that have happened and try to pretend it didn't happen. I will tell you, yes, it happened, and it's time the church acknowledged that, amen? But what I will say, though I acknowledge it, I acknowledge much more the power and the glory of the Lord. I acknowledge the power and the glory of the Lord to bring healing. Well, there's a word, isn't there? Healing, healing, praise God, healing. 
We've been talking about God being a giving God. We've been focusing on that. James 1, 7, it says, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. Look at your neighbor and say, perfect gift. Look at your other neighbor and say, you are a perfect gift from God. Yes, husbands and wives, you have to say that to each other. Amen. And comes down from who? The Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Praise God. Our God knows how to give good gifts. Amen? Our God knows how to give good gifts. Now, you're going to have to forgive me this morning because I'm getting a little excited. I'm getting a little amped up. I'm getting a little emotional because I may go off and do a little run. I may get a little, I don't know what's going to happen this morning, but I will tell you, I feel the power of God upon me right now to communicate what the Lord is going to do in your life today. Amen? Hallelujah. It is time for the people of God to stop hanging their heads. But the Bible said that the Lord is the lifter of our heads. Amen? He is the lifter of our heads. Come on now. Just because things happen to you, we don't disregard that. But what a testimony it is when you're able to, yes, say, yes, this happened to me. Yes, this happened to my people. Yes, this happened to my family. But I can lift my head because God has healed me from that. Amen? God has delivered me from that. Amen? God has rescued me from that. Ha! Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has delivered me Praise God. God has delivered me from drugs. Amen. God has delivered me from alcohol. Amen. God has delivered me from the hurt of my past and my shame. Amen. God has delivered me and he has given me joy. Comes in the morning. <laughs> See, I know people don't like it when I yell, but I can't help it because I have joy. I got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Where? <laughs> I'm up here sweating like a pig. You, down in my heart, Pastor. Come on. No, 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 no. We're gonna. We're Pentecostal. You can get into this, okay? I got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Where? Where? Praise God. Don't make me break out my pom-poms, because I will. Praise God. The people of God need to be excited. The people of God need to be filled with this spirit. Because I'm going to tell you something. When you've had an experience with God, you just can't sit there like this. I'm going to tell you. You know what David did? David had an experience with God. He started doing the dance right there. And his wife, his wife who did not have an experience with God, said, you got to stop, David. Don't do that. You're embarrassing me. And David said, Hush, not out of disrespect, but don't take away what God is doing in my life. Amen. amen? And so you know what David did? David danced a little more, amen? David danced a little more, amen? David danced a little more. Wait a minute, Pastor. Wait a minute, Pastor. You're getting a little emotional. <laughs> Last time I checked, God gave us emotions. And I'm going to use my emotions, emotions to praise God. Amen? Amen. 
If that makes you uncomfortable, I am very, well, I want to tell you I'm not sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. But I want to tell you that the Lord has given us joy. And I'm, I'm, I need to get back to my message because I'm totally going off thing here. We need to understand that God has given us so much. We've talked about freedom. We've talked about hope. And today, if you haven't guessed it, we're going to talk about joy. Praise God, I'm already sweating. It's called a Pentecostal workout. But you know what we need to do? We need to change our lifestyle. We need to change our face. See, when I'm upset about something, my face surely shows it. This morning, I think it was yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I don't remember, I was upset about something. And my wife has this thing that she likes to say to me when she knows I'm upset. She goes, what's wrong with your face? Amen. And that kind of snaps me out. Like, wow, I'm really demonstrating that I'm upset. And you know what I respond with? Nothing. <laughs> that would be a lie. Okay? Just in case you thought the pastor was perfect. No. No. And then she'll say, you need to fix your face. <laughs> and then she'll take her fingers and put a smile there. And that makes me more mad. Right? But what she's doing is she's trying to help me, and I love her for it, so don't think I'm talking bad about her, okay, because I'll get in trouble later if I do that. She'll say, fix your face. And can I tell you this morning, some of you need to fix your face. Oh, come on now. Come on. Some of you need to fix your face because you're so full of anger and bitterness and resentment about the things that have happened to you, you fail to see the glory of God and what he can do for you, amen? You fail to see the passion of what God can do. You fail to see what God has brought you through, amen? He has brought you through the valley. He has brought you through the mountain, amen? You don't even know. You don't even know the hell that God has kept from you, amen? You don't even know the demonic figures that God has kept from you, amen? You don't even know. You don't even know what he's kept from you. But man, we're like, I didn't get what I wanted. <laughs> Guess what? It's called life, okay? Amen. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about past hurt and things that have happened. And we almost feel like that we can't change that. And therefore, we feel guilty about being happy. You ever met anybody like that? They feel guilty being happy? Come on. Like, you try to tell them a joke and they don't laugh. And it's a good joke, too. It's a good joke, right? Are you preaching and you tell a good joke and people look at you like you're crazy? Right? Come on, it's happened here. A good joke, amen? <laughs> like if, you're, if you want to build an ark, I know a guy. Okay, see, this is what I'm talking about right here. <laughs> But what we have to do, amen, we're so frustrated, we're so angry because of things that have happened and things that have happened to other people, amen. Brothers and sisters, the Lord says, I know mourning has happened. Amen. To sit there and trivialize and minimize something that has happened would be wrong, and it's insulting. Come on, right? Can, can we acknowledge things were done that were wrong? Can we do that? We've talked about that, right? But how about we realize that God brought us through? He brought us through. Well, the question is, well, why? 
Why do we go through this? Because you're no different from anybody else that has existed in mankind. Everyone has gone through something. Amen? Everybody has gone. Again, I'm not minimizing what you've been through. Don't think that for a minute. I would never, ever do that. Because the things that we've all faced and our families have faced and, and, and all those things, it seeks to destroy us rather than lift us up. Amen? But the people of God can look back and say, yes, that happened to me. Yes, that happened to my family. But let me tell you about a loving God. Amen? Let me tell you about a God who put me. Oh, wow. Listen to this. You ready? Let me tell you about a loving God who put me through a test so I can give my testimony. Amen. That was a beautiful testimony, Josh. Is anybody else crying like I was? I know I was crying. But see, Josh's testimony is nothing compared to what all of our testimonies are together. Amen? God gives us, say it with me, joy. Amen. Say it again. Joy. See, the problem is, we have an ungodly nature about us, don't we? We call it a carnal nature. It's our flesh. And it's what we do naturally. It is natural for me to want to drink alcohol or do drugs or even be racist. That's natural to me, right? Anybody else there with me? Now, am I saying that I'm a racist or I drink alcohol? No, I didn't say that. But I said it's natural to me. It's natural to want to do the things that are not of God because that is our flesh, amen? But what we have to do is we have to realize that if something is of the Spirit, then it is the opposite of what we are. When someone tells me that they're working on something, I ask them, how are you engaging God with that? You know what they do? They usually say, well, I'm just working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm going to fix it. You know what I say? Pride comes before the fall. You can fix nothing, brothers and sisters. You can fix nothing today. That is not a, a reflection on who you are. I mean, I, I know that we have some smart and intelligent people here this morning. I'm not saying that. But we have a carnal nature, and the only thing that can fix it is spiritual, and that spiritual is God himself. Amen? See, when we do things our way, we become and we stay discouraged and depressed. We cannot let go of incidents or injustices that are against us or those we love. We focus on the negatives of who we are and we feel powerless to overcome it. In other words, we become weak. How many are tired of being seen as weak? How many are tired of being seen weak? Now, we can, we can sit there and we can proclaim, I am bold in Christ. But in reality, if we can't let go of what's hurt us, then we're weak. That's the truth, y'all. We have to let go of those things. We become, see if, this, see if this applies to you, okay? Are you ready? We become bitter, angry. And no longer demonstrate the power of God in our lives. Do you realize this is what the devil wants? And then we become righteous about it. 
You, we become self-righteous about how we feel. We call it being attacked by the devil. You're not being attacked by the devil. You're giving in to what the devil is presenting to you because it's a false God. Can I say that again? It is a false God. We attack other people, become angry. And I'm telling you, that, that, is, that is not what a Christian does. In reality, you become a defeated believer, which is really not a believer at all, if you ask me. Because if you truly believed, then you would see what God can do. This side over here needs to get saved. All right? They kind of halfway clapped. I'm not looking for affirmation, but there's something that needs to be said there. If you truly believe what God can do, then that's when you're a believer. Amen? Okay, that was, that was better. Okay, guys, you can show them up now, okay? If you truly believe what God can do, then that's what being a believer is. Amen? All right, amen. Okay. They have modeled it for you, okay? If you truly believe what God can do, then that's what makes you the believer. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Pastor, I don't like when you do that. That's manufactured. Okay, I will get out my pom-poms to help, okay? There's a reason why I do that, because I, I want you to engage. I want you to pay attention. I want you to believe, amen? And if I have to get up and do a little dance and do cartwheels, I will do that, amen? Not today. He says this, Deuteronomy 28, 47 through 48. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything, Therefore, you shall serve your enemies. Oh, praise God, man. I tell you what, if that's not the word, I don't know what is. Some of you are serving the enemy, amen? amen. Come on now. Woo. You may proclaim Christ, but you're serving the enemy through your bitterness and anger. Mm. It just got silent. Don't care, I'm going to preach the word. With joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. Has God blessed you today? Has God blessed you? Do me a favor. Hold up your hand. Everybody, hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. Take it and put it in front of your face. Like this. Like this. Blow. Did you feel it? You might have smelled something you didn't want to either, but don't worry about that. If you felt something, that means you are alive. That means God has a purpose for you this morning. Therefore, you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger and thirst and nakedness. Man, there's so many Christians that are out there in hunger and thirst and nakedness. They go to church and they're barely good in there and they feel like they can't have a leg and they feel like they're always having problems. I'm going to tell you one way to stop having problems all the time is to sit there and say, Lord, I praise you in the storm. Lord, I praise you in the valley. Lord, I praise, 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 praise like our first song this morning. I will praise the Lord. Amen. But pastor, I don't 
feel it. See, that's our problem is we worry about feeling. God never said, if you feel it, praise me. He never said that. As a matter of fact, what he said, he says, praise ye the Lord. Amen? Come on now. He said, praise ye the Lord. See, if I... If I worried about my emotions all the time, I would never preach because Sunday mornings are never fun for me. I get phone calls, I get this, I got that, I got people saying this and saying that, but I have to shut all that out. And when the worship music starts, I raise my hands and give God glory and I praise God. And, I, and then I'm going to tell you right now, something happens to me when I put aside all of that and I begin praising the Lord and I begin, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. I'm not being fake because he is worthy of all praise, amen? He is worthy of all praise. Yes, Lord. I don't care how you worship God. You can do the you can do the fisherman worship. You know what that is? It's the size of the fish. Okay? For me it's like this. But for some of you it's like this. You could do the touchdown worship. You know what that is? Amen? Amen? You could do the timeout worship. Amen? I don't care what you do. I mean, I'm having a little bit of fun now, if you can tell. I don't care what you do. You can do the little jig. I don't care. Amen? You can fly around the room. I don't care as long as you're not being distracting, okay? But we need to worship God in all his holiness. Amen? <laughs> so. Somebody told me one time I was talking to them, and they said, wow, you guys are Pentecostal. I said, wow, what gave that away? I'm not going to apologize for our Pentecostalism, amen? amen. The Bible talks about that, as, or the psalm by Charles Wesley talks about it. It's like heaven coming down. This is what heaven is going to be like, amen? Then he goes on to say, in hunger and thirst and nakedness and need of everything, and he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. Brothers and sisters, there's something spiritual about having joy. There's something spiritual about having joy because God gives us joy. Amen? God, I want to be real clear here. God does not intend to bring on you heaviness. God gives good gifts. Amen? God... Can I say that again? Say that with me. God gives good gifts. God gives good gifts. Amen. God gives good gifts. You ever got a Christmas present that you had to pretend to like and you really didn't? Not me. Praise God. But see, when God gives you something, man, he tailors it directly for you. Did you know that? It's just for you. It's just for you. My gift's not going to be the same as Karen's. My gift's not going to be the same as Mason. My gift's not going to be the same as anybody else here this morning, amen? But guess what? Your gift is not going to be the same as mine, amen? Because what you've gone through is different from what I've gone through. See, you're saying, well, pastor, it's easy for you to get up and talk about these things because you haven't faced anything. 
And that's where I would tell you, I have faced my own battles. I have faced my own challenges. I have faced, and hear me when I say this, I have faced my own demons. It's not about what we face. It's who we face it with. Amen. Amen. And the Lord is telling us today, and I don't know how else to say this. He's saying, fix your face. Amen. He's saying to fix your face. And don't, don't blame anybody else because of what your face looks like. I mean, I know we have certain DNA, so don't get me wrong. But if you're walking around like this, don't blame anybody else for that. God can change that in you, amen? God can change that in you. Because when I think about what the Lord has done for me, when I think about how he has blessed me with a beautiful wife and a beautiful daughter and a handsome son, how he's given me a wonderful family in spite of the things that have gone on in my life, how I think about how God has blessed me even though at times I denied him, even though at times I ran from him, even though at times I stepped away and I, did, I said I don't want to serve you. He took pity upon me and he said, you are mine, you are mine, you are mine. See, what happens when you have the joy of the Lord? What happens when you have the joy of the Lord? It gives you strength. Nehemiah said that. He said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy is going to get you through the hard times when you don't know who you are or where you're going or what's happening around you. The joy is going to get you through the good times too. The joy of the Lord is going to give you the power that you need to overcome your past, your present, your future. The joy of the Lord is for the church today. You ever been to a church with a bunch of grumpy people? <laughs> I remember I was at a church one time. They had, it was a church I had attended a long time ago, and I brought Jenny. She's down in North Carolina, and she sat in the back. I'm not sure if you were pregnant at the time, but you, you might have been. But I remember she sat down. She wasn't feeling good. <laughs> And so she sat there, and somebody come up to her and said, you're in my seat. My pregnant wife, you're in my seat. You have to move. And she, my wife honestly thought she was joking. And she goes, no, I'm not joking. Move. You're in my seat. And when I found out about that, it took everything within me not to go slap that person. <laughs> okay, not slap them. Just lay hands on them in a godly way. Okay? <laughs> Grumpy people in church. Man, I tell you what. Some people come to church and wait for the worship music to get them amped up. No, 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 no. See, that's where we're wrong. That's where we're wrong. That's where we're wrong. We've got to come in. The moment we walk through that door right there, the moment we walk through that door, we've got to lift our hands and praise God. Hallelujah. I'm in the house of God. But because of what we're carrying. Let's get it a little real, okay? Because some of it's generational. Right? Come on now. Because some of it goes back a long time. Because some of it just recently happened. We carry this weight in us. 
on us. And I want to tell you today, that's not what God has for you. I want to, please listen to me. In no way am I disrespecting what happened. In no way. I want to make sure everybody understands that. You guys with me on that? I will acknowledge all day long the things that have happened are wrong. They are wrong, but I can tell you how we can get past it. Just because we get past it doesn't dishonor the past. If anything, if anything, it honors the past because we show that we are a proud well, see, people think when I say proud there, that's wrong. No, 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 no. We're proud because we are in God, and we are strong, and we can overcome, amen? Ain't nothing going to keep you down today, amen? Ain't nothing going to hold you down, amen? So when we walk in the house of God, we walk in the house of God, we got a, we got a little bit lighter step, don't we? Oh, we got a little bit lighter step. Oh, we, can, we sit in those seats, and we, oh, we feel the Spirit. When the pastor says, do you feel that? We go, oh, yes, I feel that. Instead of, oh, I don't know what's happening. I want to tell you right now, God is in this place, and he's ready to deliver, set free, sanctify, and move. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. My God gives good gifts. What does it mean to have joy? What does it mean to have joy? Joy comes from hearing the word of God. John 15, 11, These things have I spoken to you, this was Jesus, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. <laughs> See, when we listen to God and we hear the word of God, now, by the way, if you're only hearing the word of God once a week, it's going to be hard to keep that joy. The crowd goes silent. I'm going to say it again because it needs to be said. If you're only hearing the word of God once a week and that's in church service, it's going to be hard to keep that joy. It's going to be hard, Amen. Joy does not come from fleshly things. It's temporal. It comes from the Spirit. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and, are you ready for this? Joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Galatians 5, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, Well, I want you to say joy again because that was kind of weak. Love. Joy. That was better. One more time. Love. Joy. Love. Joy. You guys are getting good at that. You woke up finally. Yeah. Praise God. You woke up. I'm only going to preach for two more hours now. <laughs> Love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Ooh. The Lord just arrested me there. You know what long-suffering is? Your ability to be patient with other people. Yeah. I've heard the saying, you're testing my, you're testing my Jesus in me with, with what you're doing. No, if you really had Jesus, you'd be patient with him. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be where you are, amen? Not everybody's going to be where you are. Sorry, the Lord just rabbit hole, but God wanted me to go down. But the fruit of the Spirit, we're going to say it again, love Okay, good, you're awake. Peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. And there's more. Because it's from God, joy does not look at the current or past situation, but rejoices in the relationship. 
Brothers and sisters, we have to learn how to look back through God's eyes. Are you with me? I'm not talking about what happened a long time ago. I'm talking about even yesterday. We've got to learn to look back through God's eyes and not look at it as a punishment of what we've been through, but a testimony of what God has brought us through. Amen? A testimony of what God has done. We can reflect on our past, but not to the point that it consumes us. And if we're not careful, the things that have happened will consume you to where it's all you think about. Because you want justice. Can I say this? At the risk of being alienated by you, you will never get justice. Listen to me. Not the way you want. Only God will give justice. Only God. Only God. See, the problem is, is that we try to seek out justice but what does the Lord say? I will repay. I will repay. And let me tell you, something. somebody spanked by God is a whole lot worse than me, amen? You know, I can be mad at somebody, and honestly, they could care less, amen? And let's be honest, people have cared less how people feel about the things that have happened. But when we give it over to God, God is going to begin to repay you and lift you up and restore you, Amen? And I realize what I just said is controversial, and some of you may not have heard the way I intended, so I want to make sure you heard me. Because it is controversial, you know? But I've never been one to shy away from these kind of things. Because my job is to speak the truth. My job is to speak the truth. Not, not offensively against anyone. I'm, I purposely try to offend the devil, just so that you're aware of that. But we will never get justice for things that have done wrong to us. Only God can do that. Why do we seek something that we can't get? Amen. We God will take care of those things. God will restore. God will cause your enemies to come and kneel at your feet and apologize. God will do that. And when they do it, they won't do it because they're forced to do it. They will do it willingly. Amen. They will sit there and say, "I I was wrong. I was wrong. I should have never done this to you." Then why do we try to force something that only God can do? Joy comes, and I'm, not, I'm talking about anybody who has wronged you. Joy comes when we don't look for something that we have no control over. We have control over nothing. The Spirit should have control over us, amen? The Spirit should have control over us. Brothers and sisters, are you with me this morning? You're hearing what I'm saying. I'm telling you, let the past be the past. Because if we're not careful, we can become a prisoner or a slave to our past. We must look forward to our redemption. Come on, Julie. Father, I pray that what I said today, God, touches the heart of those that need to hear joy. They need to feel it. Have people been done wrong here? Oh man, yes. 
when I hear the stories, when I read, because I'm a voracious reader, when I read, my heart weeps. And I think, how could, how could someone do something like that and call themselves a Christian or call themselves a pastor? How can they do that? And the Lord said, that's not for me to question. My job is to love people where they are. I know what I'm saying is difficult. I know. I get it. And there's some of you that may even be a little mad at me. I get that. But I'm telling you out of heart that the Lord wants to deliver you from that pain and anguish. The Lord wants to deliver you from that hurt and that pain and realize it wasn't your fault, the things that happened to you. Is this something that you did wrong? But it's time to tur turn that sorrow and that shame into joy and realize that the morning has come, amen? Not morning as in M-O-U-R-N, but as, as come as M-O-R-N. As a matter of fact, pull that verse up. Pull that verse up again, please. You notice in the word morning, it's not up there, but it's spelled, morning is spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. You know the only thing that's different? When God restores you, you know what's different? You. You guys see what I'm talking about? You. In other words, you lay it down. The Spirit comes in and He takes control. Listen to this verse right here. 1 Peter 1, 6-9. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be. You have been grieved by various trials. Is that you today? Have you been grieved by various trials? Have you been grieved? That the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love. Are you ready for this last verse? Can, can I just ask you a question, though? Ask yourself this morning, do you have joy? Can I ask you that? Or are you so weighted down with the things that have happened? Are you so weighed down with life? Are you so weighed down? Do you have joy? You know what joy is? Joy is knowing that what you may try to do me, do to me, is not eternal. Because my eternity lasts with God. That is joy. That's joy, amen? Joy is knowing that I've walked through the fire. Joy is knowing that I've walked through the test. Joy is knowing that all these things happen to me, yet here I stand. Here I stand. And there you stand, amen? You did it. You did it. In reality, you should be patting yourself on the back about what God has done in your life. Amen? You made it against all the odds, against all the efforts to put you down. See, this is how I know that this culture is ready for revival. You know how I know? 
because the devil has tried to kill you from day one. The devil has tried to kill you. And Lord, the Lord is saying, no, 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 no. Those are my people. Those are my people, and I'm ready to raise them up. I'm ready to bring them into a joy that they've never known. I'm ready to show them. As a matter of fact, he says it in this last verse, and I want you to be with me here. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Woo! Wow. Joy inexpressible. In other words, there's so much joy you can't even talk about it. You ever been so happy that words go from your mouth and you don't even know what to say? You ever been so happy that you feel like you're walking on a cloud and you don't, everything around you is falling apart, but you're like, man, I feel good right now, amen? I feel good. That's what joy inexpressible means. That means whatever you have down here that was weighing you down, the Lord is taking a giant pair of scissors and cut it off. He's cut it off. Joy inexpressible, inexplainable, and full of glory. Pastor, who are you to tell us these things? Man, that's just it. I'm nobody. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm nobody. Do I have the right? Only the right given to me by God. I said, man, I feel like in my heart this is a watershed moment for this church that God wants to do something that God is ready to do something that God is ready to pour his spirit out that God is about to do something he wants us to say yes we know things have happened in our lives but I have the joy of the Lord you know what the joy of the Lord is? that you can go up to your enemy and kiss them on the cheek and realize that it's okay. Amen? You know that? They may get a little weird when you do it. And don't nobody come kiss me on the cheek after church, okay? When you love the Lord, you don't see your enemy as your enemy anymore. You see the devil as your enemy. And I'm not talking about kissing the devil on the cheek, so don't misunderstand me. But realize what God has for you. So my question to you this morning, my question to you this morning is do you want joy? Do you want the joy of the Lord? Do you want the joy of the Lord? No, Pastor, I would rather walk around in depression because that way I honor things. Well, no, you're not honoring anything. As a matter of fact, all it does is continue the intent upon the people who did those things. Did you know that? The children are going to come in because I told the children to come in because I want the children to see the altar call. I'm tired of our kids not being part of the altar call. They need to know what altar calls are about. Amen? And I appreciate, I appreciate what Mary does with our children downstairs. She's a 
She's a rock star for doing that. I, and boy, didn't she do a great job opening the service? Amen, it was awesome. Hold up. I got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Where? 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 Is that what you want this morning? Do you want the joy of the Lord? Pastor, I'm uncomfortable displaying emotion. No, you're not. You go to a football game, I've seen you. I've seen you a gold medal. Come on. Let's be real. Do you want the joy of the Lord? Amen. Here's what we're going to do. She's going to play in just a moment. You need to find that joy with the Lord. And the way you do that is you come down right here. And you know what I, you know what I need? I need some altars built. Okay? Can somebody do that for the church, please? Can you build me some altars? Will somebody do that, please? I just, that's all I'm asking. Well, I need some altars. We don't need, I don't want people praying on the steps. I want them to pray on, on altars, okay? But anyway, getting back to what I'm saying, that was a rabbit trail. When you come down and you kneel before the Lord, if you can't kneel, that's why we have these chairs right here. You've got to start worshiping God, amen? You know how you worship God? Again, fishermen, touchdown, timeout, whatever you want to do, I don't care. But we worship the Lord, amen? Amen. We worship the Lord, amen? And then all of a sudden, you, as you begin to give the Lord glory, you're going to find the words in your heart. You're going to start feeling something inside of you. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of you may get filled with the Holy Ghost when all this happens. And if that happens, you go ahead and worship, and you do what you need to do. But I'm telling you, the Lord is ready to do something this morning. I've got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Where? To stay. To stay, Amen. Come on, rise to your feet right now. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet right now. It is time to push back against the devil, Brother Josh. It is time to push back against the devil. Amen? It is time to push back against the devil. Listen. This is how you know what I'm saying is true. As I'm saying this, some of you are already still feeling that weight come down upon you. You're starting to feel heavy. It's time to shake it off. Amen? It's time to get up out of your seat. It's time to get up out of your seat and come down to the altar. Come. 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 Come to the altar. Come. Come. Come to the altar if you want the joy of the Lord. Come to the altar.
Thank you for listening to our service. Be sure to catch the video edition of this on either YouTube or Facebook Live. Again, if you need prayer, contact us at 907-789-3605. May God richly bless you in all things.